This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Llano Estacado to the borderlands of the Chihuahuan Desert. In wildness is the preservation of the world. The central word in Henry Thoreau's famous quote is often misremembered as wilderness, but Thoreau's emphasis is not on pristine, untrammeled places, but on the wild energies that surge in and around us. This spirit of nature near at hand infuses Jennifer Bristol's new book, Cemetery Birding, An Unexpected Guide to Discovering Birds in Texas, from Texas A&M Press. Bristol, the keynote speaker of this year's sold-out Davis Mountains Hummingbird Celebration, leads us into the bittersweet beauty of these reflective places. From Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes. I'm Dallas Baxter. The original parks in the United States were cemeteries. They're designed for us, the living, to come and, and enjoy and reflect. A veteran outdoor educator, Bristol published Parking Lot Birding in 2020. She started research on the new volume early in the COVID pandemic. The roads were empty. In the shutdown stillness, birdsong was clear. But the settings themselves also exerted an influence. At one cemetery, Bristol saw the losses from an historic cholera outbreak, putting COVID in perspective. And the COVID threat connected Bristol to the birds' own plight. Birds' populations have declined a third since 1970 due to human impacts. I had this deep empathy for what they go through every single day to make sure that even the next generation survives. We had a pandemic and then we're sort of like, oh, we're done with that. And we don't feel the threat anymore, but they do. Many modern cemetery designs reflect the romantic movement, which linked deep emotions with nature. And near communities, these places have become natural sanctuaries. Many include mature trees and water features, which make them birding hotspots. Bristol visited more than 300 cemeteries, selecting 91 for the book. For each, she includes not only avian highlights, but a tombstone tale showcasing a unique monument or headstone. I was really looking for that nexus of habitat and an interesting cemetery. Like it had to have that. And then the third element that I was looking for was, is this accessible? I think cemeteries really offer that space for people with limited mobility to be able to get around. Some of Bristol's favorites are in West Texas. The Van Horn Cemetery is one she returns to, and she had her first ever sighting of a lark bunting, a striking black and white songbird in Fort Stockton. I was like, what is this cool looking bird? And it kind of kept moving fast. And then finally it perched on a headstone. And I was like, ah, so that's a lifeless bird that I got right there in the cemetery. The High Plains, too, have rich sites. The Canyon Lakes abut Lubbock Cemetery, drawing ducks, geese, and sandhill cranes. A veteran's memorial at the Amarillo Cemetery includes an Art Deco eagle statue, which also seems to announce the cemetery as a raptor hub. Bristol saw red-tailed, red-shouldered, and Cooper's hawks here, and a great horned owl. Collectively, Texas cemeteries span hundreds of thousands of acres, making them an important part of the conservation picture. Bristol hopes more will embrace native plants, which support birds and other creatures. Bristol includes ethical guidelines in her book, stressing respect for grave sites and mourners. But, she notes, cemeteries are also for the living, and they're accessible places where anyone can connect with the winged life that ornaments our planet. Each one has something cool that I really look forward to other people getting out and discovering for themselves. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. I'm Dallas Baxter. Thanks for listening.